Nestled along the banks of the Yamuna River, Delhi's history is as ancient as it is diverse. Its roots can be traced back to antiquity, with archaeological evidence suggesting human settlements in the region as far back as the 6th century BCE. According to Hindu mythology, Delhi is believed to have been built and inhabited by the Pandavas of the Mahabharata, who established the legendary city of Indraprastha near the present-day site of Purana Kila. The medieval period witnessed Delhi's ascent to prominence as a center of power and commerce. In the 12th century, the city became the capital of the Delhi Sultanate, a series of Islamic dynasties that ruled over northern India for centuries. Under the sultans, Delhi flourished as a hub of Islamic art, architecture, and knowledge. It was during this time that Delhi earned its name, derived from Dilika, a city founded by the Tamara dynasty ruler Anangpal in the 8th century CE. Over the centuries, Delika transformed into Delhi, D-E-H-L-I, and eventually Delhi, D-E-L-H-I. In the 16th century, Delhi entered a new golden age with the arrival of the Mughals, who established their capital in the city. Under the Mughal emperors such as Akbar, Shah Jahan, and Aurangzeb, Delhi blossomed into a cultural and architectural marvel, adorned with iconic landmarks like the Red Fort, Jama Masjid, and Humayun's tomb. However, Delhi's fortunes changed with the advent of colonialism. In 1803, the British East India Company captured Delhi during the Second Anglo-Maratha War. This marked the beginning of British rule in the region. Delhi became a focal point of the Indian Rebellion of 1857, a watershed moment in India's struggle for independence against British imperialism. In 1911, the British announced plans to shift the capital of British India from Calcutta to Delhi, culminating in the establishment of New Delhi. Designed by architects Edwin Lutyens and Herbert Baker, New Delhi was inaugurated in 1931, symbolizing the zenith of British imperial power in India. Following India's independence in 1947, Delhi was officially designated as the capital of the newly formed Republic of India. Since then, the city has undergone rapid urbanization and transformation, evolving into a dynamic metropolis that blends tradition with modernity. Welcome to episode four of the Travel Like Locals podcast. I'm your host, Alex Tavery. In June of 2017, I had the opportunity to travel to India where I met up with my friend Shreyans, who I had met while he was pursuing his master's degree at Texas A&M. During my time there, we spent a day in Agra taking in the beauty of the Taj Mahal and the Agra Fort, visited a Hare Krishna temple, Hindu temple, Sikh temple, and the Lotus Temple. We saw the famous sites in Old and New Delhi, and of course, we enjoyed the food. Though at first the sights and sounds of the most populated city in India and the third most populated city in the world can be overwhelming, traveling here with a local will make your experience second to none. In today's episode, you will hear my interview with Birendra, a local tour guide who will tell us about the best time of year to visit, everything that you need to see, and a bit on the art of negotiation. As always, you can find a list of all of his recommendations and more on my website, www.tllpod.com. And make sure to check out this week's recipe, garlic naan, 
on my Instagram or TikTok at TLL underscore pod. But for now, let's dive in to the city of Delhi. All right, I'd like to welcome the next guest on our podcast, episode four from New Delhi, tour guide Virendra. Virendra, thank you for being on the show. Thank you, lads. Thank you. So could you give us a little bit of a background on yourself and how you got into being a tour guide? Oh, it's a big, uh, long story. When I was a very child, I was thinking of visiting a lot of places, meeting new people. My brother was a taxi driver. So uh, sometimes I have been touched with the foreigners at the monuments as well. So it was my childhood uh, dream to be a tourist guide and to show my culture, to show my heritage, history, a lot of things in India. So I just decided to do that. Uh, I I didn't did not know how to do, but I was passionate. I was a want I wanted to be a guide. That's why I started looking for how to become a guide. Then I got a lot of information how to become a guide, how to learn tourism, how to. So uh, when you have a passion in you, then you can be that. That's that's how I wanted to be. Amazing. How uh how long have you been a tour guide for now? Uh, from last eight years, I am working as a tour guide, and before eight years, seven years, I have been working in travel company as well. So I know how the work is going, how the what the tourists want. I have been working like bookings, hotels, trains, flights, so many things. And after having experience, I'm having a license as well. I started working like a tour guide freelancer. Okay, awesome. So for people who want to come and visit New Delhi, in your opinion, what would you say are the best times of the year to visit? Uh, in New Delhi, uh, we start actually, uh, the best time to visit New Delhi it starts from September. September onwards, we can start like to November till March. End of March is a good season. After March, it's very hot, around 38, 35, between sometimes 40 and 41 degree of temperature. So, uh, September to March is the best season to visit Delhi. Yeah. Okay, perfect. And for any, I guess, Americans listening, 40 degrees Celsius is about, I think, 110 degrees Fahrenheit. So, yeah, very hot. Yes. Perfect. Are there any major local events that go on throughout the year or festivals that would be worth traveling specifically for? Uh, I never recommend to come at the time of Holi, especially in Delhi. Mm-hmm. And Holi is very, uh, very, uh, very, you know, very exciting as well. But it's a uh, difficulties uh, because uh, even the monuments are open, even the things are open. But the driving on roads, being with crowd is very dangerous, actually, in occasion of the holy because a lot of people are they are drinking a lot of wines and they're out of control and the system of police also is uh, flexible you know they, they they are not listening to anybody because holy is holy is a festival people are enjoying celebrating so i have been uh, personally i will not not ever advise to visit during the holy the rest of festival are very good like diwali the festival of lamps is a very amazing lightning Everything is very calm, peaceful. So, festival of uh, yes, I can recommend two festivals to come in India. First is for Holi. Second is uh, the Sera as well. The Sera is a festival again for Hindu god and goddess. So, I can recommend them. Okay, and for people who aren't familiar, can you, I guess, just explain a little bit what Holi is about? 
Holi, if you are really coming to Holi, our government organized the festival to celebrate the Holi, especially with the foreigners. And they have an organizational uh, place in Jaipur, very close to Delhi. So I always uh, ask the travel to go there and to organize everything in Jaipur. So it's a very specific place. Nobody is uh, like out of control there. Everything is monitored and well organized in Jaipur. And yes, but many people, they like to be like locals. So if you are courageous, you have brave, you are brave means you have a, a like Indians, then you can enjoy the holy as well. It's not like, the, but you need to be very careful, very strong, and you need to deal with every situation. So then you can enjoy the holy as well. Okay. And I guess the holy celebration, part of that is the, the big colors um and the powders right yes you're right a lot of colors yes when we are playing holy uh with the sentiments uh, with the emotions with the thinking thinking of not hurting anybody holy is really amazing a lot of colors powder sometimes the powder may be chemically not good and sometimes uh, they they take the liquid in muds so that may be the dug uh, dug off uh, Cows and buffaloes can be anything. It's not only the color. Sometimes, if we are out of Delhi, the holy is a uh, holy is more than the colors. So it's a very interesting as well. But you need to be habitual. Sometimes how to talk, how to tackle with the things, how to shave yourself. Sometimes it may be small, small stones as well. So we need to be careful at the time of holy. Okay. What time of year does holy take place? <clears throat> Uh, it takes uh, from uh, fifth uh, uh, and the uh, and the end of uh, March, always uh, almost half uh, after fifteenth of March, maybe uh, end of the March it takes place. So this okay. year Holi is going to be celebrated twenty sixth, twenty fourth of March. Okay, and what was the second festival you mentioned? I mentioned about uh, Diwali. So Diwali, Diwali is a. Uh, Diwali. Diwali means the festival of lamps. Lamps means the, you know, lamps. So it's a, every city, every houses are well decorated. Well, they are whitewashed. The houses are well decorated. The people they distribute the sweets. A lot of things that takes places. Five days program. So one day they are, uh, they are all the person. They are families. They are distributing sweets. They are cuisine. They are cooking very, very, uh, very new dishes all the time. They are, and about uh, about Diwali is like uh, another day. This is a big story uh, behind the Diwali. The, uh, the story of La Rama and Lodi, uh, story of uh, Sita, Rama and Sita. So it's an epic festival. So we have some faith for Diwali. It's like a victory of truth on lies. Lies based on bad things, good things, and bad things. So this is a victory of good things on bad things. So everybody other celebrate this. Okay, what time of year is Diwali? It uh, comes in the end of November, maybe in the starting of December, in the end of November. Great, awesome. Uh, for anybody who's coming to New Delhi and wants to form a better connection with a local, are there any uh, Hindi words and phrases that you could teach us? Yes, so I always, uh, that's a common word like Namaste, we say Namaste like this. Mm. So Namaste is the very famous word and you can say everything in one word like Namaste. It's mean to respect somebody and it's like good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Everything is Namaste. 
Okay. So there's a mythological mythological story behind Namaste. Why do we do Namaste? So something like in each and everybody, there's a, a piece of God inside you. So when I do Namaste, it's mean I'm doing Namaste to the piece of God. So the spiritual feeling that comes and we bend the head like this behind the God. So when we say Namaste to Alex or to anybody else, that we are saluting to God like this. Amazing. So Namaste is very fantastic to learn, very easy as well. Great. No, thank you. Okay. Um, for people who are coming to New Delhi, is there anything they need to watch out for in terms of safety precautions? Uh, yes, so safety is because Delhi, uh, I talk about India is very crowded at every uh, visiting places. So Delhi especially is the capital of India. So a lot of crowd is visiting every day, all parts of the city. And it depends on where you are. If you are in New Delhi, you are visiting the big monuments, you need less safety. Uh, if you are visiting Old Delhi, that's more crowded, very much crowded. You need more safety. So uh, it depends on which part you are. If you are visiting New, uh, New Delhi, you just keep your, like, keep, keep your belongings with you always in front of you and uh, just uh, and what else for old delhi the old delhi is very big uh, markets for everything like in india wedding wedding is a big pump and so and uh, every people from all part of the country they come to buy the wedding stuff from old delhi that's known as chani chok so in chani chok is a huge market india's not in only india's asia's largest textile market for bridal items even like jewelry textile lot of things so they are big market there so when you are walking you just need to care of your belongings always in front of you that's very important okay and i guess going based off that is there any specific area that you would recommend uh tourists to stay in when they're visiting uh, tourist stay, uh, uh, I can recommend some very specific hotels like in South Delhi we have very good hotels now very good houses are turned converted into hotels so they're very peaceful very nice hotels like homestays uh, we have uh, some like uh, home at F37 is a very good hotel and if you are trying to stay in Old Delhi we have some heritage hotels like uh, Dharampura Haveli, Golden Havelis, Havelis means a big house so these have been 17th century houses now renovated into hotels. So they are running very good hotels. They are on demand as well. The meals are very good, very traditional things are going on there. So the people like to be there. Okay. Are both of them, are the tour, are the big sites to see, are those spread out throughout the city? Or are, would you say more of them are in Old Delhi or New Delhi or uh, you can't go uh, wrong? Every place. Every place in Delhi has its own unique importance and unique charmness. Like, uh, also, I always advise to have two days for Delhi because Delhi is a big city, you know, mm -hmm. uh, around 60 kilometers in diameter. Okay. So, even it's a very crowded as well. If we start the day in the morning at 9, we finish at 6 p.m. So, from these the nine hours or eight hours, 60% of the travel time is spent in the car because of the big city. So, two days we need always. Yeah, and of course, if you are in South Delhi, or uh, actually to understand Delhi, it's a very complicated thing. Complicated when we say Delhi, it's not. It's not just to the city. It's a two parts. Like South Delhi, we have uh, 
like sultanate time like uh, uh, 13 or 14th century monuments if you are in center of delhi we have uh, lutins uh, delhi of lutins means uh, the british architect who built the new center of delhi when they changed the capital from kolkata to delhi like uh, it was 1911 so different parts of delhi are made are founded are constructed are built by different rulers even if we are in south uh, old delhi again 17th century buildings so south delhi is 14th century 17th century and 20th century center so we need a lot of time to visit and always if you want to feel the city the people the culture in real life local life then come to old delhi if you want to have a big photos like charming like qutub minar india gates uh, south of delhi and center of delhi okay and for get what would you say is the best way to get around the city uh best way uh, we always start uh, we can cover the maximum in one day is uh, like starting from new delhi because in the morning sorry old delhi in the morning a uh, very less traffic you can visit the places very easily with calm as the as the day as the day goes up then the crowd comes so new delhi uh, old delhi always in the morning then we start central delhi then finish in south delhi so in this way we can uh, spend the day okay and you would travel by <clears throat> car or train how would how would you get oh, around yes yes it's very good question uh, car is always good uh, if you are more than 4 or 5 we can have like a van or minibus like a 9 seater 12 seater if you are four we can have a sedan car three sedan car even if you are individual you don't want to spend time in traffic then we can have metro as well metro because if you are having a tuk 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 is a like three wheeler vehicles very uh, very fast and very small it's very fit for four persons but we have to go by road if you want to cover many places you just take metro just go to a spot visit then take metro then go to another so we can cover metro by metro as well so metro is very fast running service in delhi great and does that run all day or what are the hours of the metro metro starts very early in the morning like 6:30 in the morning till uh, 10:30 in the evening sometimes if you are a corner of the city the last train will come 10:30 center you are passing like till midnight trains are coming and going like this great and i know some places you know the metro is not super reliable how would you describe delhi's metro system oh oh we just need to avoid the rush hours mm-hmm. have been uh, the like metro have been working from like 25 years so it's a, a six lines huge network of metro almost going everywhere like it is uh, from the spot it may be 2 or 3 kilometers before then you can have a tuk tuk so just in 5 or 3 minutes you are at the monument so this is how we can uh, promote the metro travel and of course so car is always car where we are inside we are safe and so on so car is always available at every moment okay. just we need just we need to cope with the timing as well if we are not in rush hours then we are traveling very nicely mm-hmm. great so i think a lot of people probably come to india uh wanting to try some of the local dishes what would you say are some of the top foods that uh, people need to try while they're there oh india uh it has a 
it's like many dishes if we talk about the cheese only there's five types of cheese you can cuisine in different ways so cheese is a main uh, main dish you can use in different like kadai kadai paneer means the cheese kadai matar paneer paneer with cheese uh, peas peas cheese like this so we have uh, different types of cheeses in india so cheese vegetable with cheese is always awesome if you are vegetarian non vegetarian also that like chicken tikka mutton kurma these are the name of the dishes we can uh, like recommend the travelers i always advise the kadai paneer with vegetables with cheese and sometimes the uh, butter paneer as well is very good dish so the dishes made from cheese is amazing you can try second thing if we come to the chapatis like bread so we always uh, advise to have like garlic bread so you can have bread anywhere but garlic bread in india is amazing second thing is we have some chapatis you know chapatis from the flour of the wheat and chickpeas and mm-hmm. so many uh, barley so two things i always recommend if you are in winter in india especially in north part of india so you can try missi roti missi means that is made from um, chickpeas flour chickpeas flour mm-hmm. with wheat flour so this uh, mix missi roti that's very amazing with butter with kadai paneer this is one dish second barley barley is again this uh, uh, grains very little bit black that is only in the winter we can have the barley chapati so barley chapati is amazing with taste and many many pulses means lonti lonti lies there so we can use it we can use it in any ways would you recommend trying street food for people from out of town or uh i think no okay <laughs> street, street foods are not very uh, we have some specific places uh, so uh, where we can have some like street food as well but street food is not safe especially for the people from america and europe they are very uh, they are not habitual actually to have this kind of because we have some spices and hygiene two things are very important to take care in mind first is spices second is hygiene and food street there's no hygiene you know delhi is the most populous a uh, polluted city of the world nowadays so it is very difficult to have the good uh, food on the street because we are habitual we are having so we have no uh, problem then the travelers from other part of this world they are having this this is a very big problem mm-hmm. and especially uh, the spices uh, are not very good they are using on the food streets yes there some branded item if we talk about south indian food sarvana sarvan is the best chain of restaurant so you can find everywhere that's a, they are uh, they are using the standard of cuisine so we can have some a brand a chain of the food we can have like prata wali gali we have some sp- shops there we can have some paratas so in old delhi so in old delhi prata wali gali one place is okay but if you are testing everywhere all the things that's very difficult sure so are there any specific restaurants i guess that you would recommend people to visit uh yes uh, if you are a non vegetarian in old delhi we have aslam chicken aslam chicken is the best if you are non vegetarian and uh, if you are okay. uh, non vegetarian uh, you can go to konot place very close to old delhi that is sarvana sarvana restaurant is a very famous we have chain all over the world 
so i have been there many times it's very fantastic very uh, very safe in terms of hygiene and the standard of cuisine so everything is okay there and also i can recommend some restaurant in center of delhi like connaught house club so these are some restaurants are there we can eat there perfect the indian cuisine in terms of breakfast is probably a little bit uh unknown over in america what would you say is a typical breakfast for a local mm-hmm. yes uh, uh, indian breakfast that is not very common uh, in delhi okay. the people are more modern so they always try to take uh, like omelet and like continental breakfast fruits and tea and coffee so on so this is very common to have the breakfast in uh, delhi but you are out of delhi like in the blazes the breakfast is very unique very simple it's a pudding from the wheat pudding from, from the wheat pudding like uh, and barley is again the brother of wheat so the pudding of barley and pudding of wheat with milk and with a piece of jaggery so the people the farmers they always use this like with a spoon with the piece of jaggery that give a very good power and very nice breakfast and sometimes the people they use uh, parathas parathas are like a bread inside we have some ingredients like uh, potatoes cauliflower inside so we uh, make different types of parathas uh, radish paratha cauliflower paratha and potatoes paratha so parathas are usually eaten by uh, indians in breakfast paratha with curd paratha with curd that is not continental like if you are staying in five star hotel there is no paratha there so uh, if you are staying at home stays in india home stay means you feel like at home some ho- some houses are like home stay like uh, for five house uh, five rooms are there six rooms are there family is preparing everything they are doing the bedding they are cleaning everything so family organized houses are there very very clean very nice very peaceful as well so they are preparing their cuisine as well so they are not hiring any chef or and so so yeah we have a parathas in common uh, like breakfast okay what are the typical meal times for breakfast lunch uh, and dinner yes uh, in delhi uh, we start breakfast always around 7 7:30 maybe uh, till 10 mm-hmm. 10:30 breakfast timing uh, lunch timing 13 uh, till 15 hours from 13 to 15 hours and dinner always uh, after 9 pm till midnight so it's a very standard timing everywhere wow. in, uh, especially in the big cities in big cities in mm-hmm. if you are in villages blaze they start always the day very early like they get up 5 am mm. then they start working then they took the breakfast 6 am then they go to work at the uh, fields they come back at noon they take breakfast then they sleep as uh, 8 pm all the villagers are sleeping at 8 pm like this so we are uh, depends where we are wow. we are in delhi and kolkata mumbai we are following the international standard of living if you are in the village we are really uh, uh, we are following the real village life there so it depends on where we are interesting what are some of the top places that people need to see when they're visiting delhi oh yes in old delhi especially i can advise to see uh, if you are in old delhi the mosque india's largest india's most beautiful mosque jama masjid i always recommend when we are visiting the mosque 
we have chance, we have time to climb the binar around 50, uh, 50 meters above. You are looking all part of the city. You are looking at the fort, you are looking at the river, you are looking at the building. So, Zama Masjid, first, second, we, are, we need to have a walk through Chani Chok around two kilometers. That will show you the city, <clears throat> that will show you the city of 17th century. So very small street, you have a very uh, ancient valleys, uh, buildings and things like this. Yes, uh, second, this is second thing, heritage walk. Third thing is, uh, third thing is, uh, third thing is like a spice market. Asia's largest spice market is in Old Delhi. So everybody like to see the spices, different kind, more than 1000 types of spices are there. Fourth, fourth is, uh, fifth is like having Kinari Bazaar. Uh, as I told you, the Asia's largest textile bridal stuff is there. So the people is, are coming every day. A lot of thousands of people are coming to buy everything. So these are, uh, so I told you for four points. Zama Masjid, Kinari Bazaar, Spice Market and Heritage Walk. So these th uh, four things are very important to if you are in Old Delhi. Okay. And then... In New Delhi, or what are there different places there? Yes, in New Delhi, we have uh, we start from Rajghat where Mahatma Gandhi was cremated. That's a very beautiful place with the platform where he was cremated. The very beautiful garden. So, a lot of crowd goes there. It's a, again, very good location. Then we uh, continue towards India Gate. India Gate is like symbol of Delhi. So, it's like Arc Triumph in France, France. So mm. this is something like very unique mm. war memorial and national war memorial as well at India Gate complex. And then we continue. We uh, we go to South Delhi. We visit uh, like Kutub Minar, the India's largest minar that is made of bricks. Then also we can uh, include Humayu tomb. Humayu, it's a tomb like uh, from Mughal era from the 16th century. And again, if we have time in the evening, we go to Sikh temple. Sikh temple in the sense of this uh, religion, Sikh, like Hindu. So the India's most beautiful Sikh temple is in the center of Delhi. So we can go to visit that as well. If we count the monuments, we start from New Delhi. Uh, it's a Rajghat, India Gate, War Memorial, Kutub Minar, Bangla Sahib Temple. So these are some spots where we can go. Even you have time. As I told you, 70% of travel time is in the car. If we go, if we have time, we have some Lotus Temple, very famous temple, uh, temple dedicated to Bhai faith. So Lotus Temple, we have, we have Skon Temple, we have many, many things. Skon Temple is dedicated to Lord Krishna. Then we have a Birla Temple, again, Hindu Temple, that is, again, uh, many things to visit. So we have more than 10 spots, 10 places in New Delhi. We can stop, we can spend half an hour each places wow so would this be all of this in a day or you you said you would recommend this over the course of at least two days two days always recommend to two days to spend in delhi if you are in uh, very fast you have only one day we can cover old delhi india gate and kutub minar so old delhi we have four points old delhi we have four points India Gate, then Kutub Minar. So we have four plus two points. Again, six points we can cover in a day. If you want to cover uh, rest of like Lotus Temple, Birla Temple, 
uh, we can go there. Even we have uh, India's largest Hindu temple in uh, east of Delhi, that is Akshadam Temple. Akshadam is a Hindu temple again, so it's very beautiful. A lot of work is done on marble. It's like modern temples, very fantastic to visit again. Amazing. So I think New Delhi is often known or thought of as part of, I believe the term is the Golden Triangle uh, with, what is it, with Jaipur and Agra. Um, mm-hmm. I guess, could you tell us about how far it is from these places and what the, the big sites there are? Because I think a lot of people probably come to Delhi looking for the Taj Mahal and are surprised to see it's not in Delhi. It's in uh, a few hours outside. So, <laughs> yes. yeah, could you just tell us about uh, getting to these places and, uh, yeah, how far they are? Yes, uh, if you talk about Taj Mahal, Taj Mahal is uh, like 210 kilometers from Delhi. 210 kilometers Delhi towards, uh, yes, uh, south and east. North is Delhi, south, Agra and east, uh, Jaipur. So that comes like Golden Triangle. And every distance uh, from each city is uh, not more than 250 kilometers. If we talk about Agra, Taj Mahal, from Delhi it is 210 kilometers. By car, it takes four hours, maximum four hours, minimum sometimes three hours. Mm. So the many, a lot of people that do uh, this tour same day from Delhi, if they don't have time, they don't want to stay in Agra, then they start in the morning like 6 a.m., then they come 7 p.m. back in Delhi. So this is about Taj Mahal. Of course, for Golden Triangle, we need two nights in Jaipur because Jaipur is the capital of Rajasthan. So Jaipur, we have some more uh, places to visit. So like old capital, a male fort is there, city palace there, and uh, wind palace. There's a lot of places are in Jaipur. So we need two nights because from Delhi, it's uh, 270 kilometers uh, towards Jaipur. Then it needs six hours. And then we continue, uh, like we can spend two nights in Delhi, two nights in Jaipur, one night in Agra. It's been five nights in six days. It would be very fantastic to do the Golden Triangle. You can cover the maximum. And in between the destinations, we also have some monuments to visit. So from like, uh, if you are visiting uh, uh, from Jaipur to Agra, uh, from Jaipur to Agra, we have two monuments again in between, on route visits. On route visits, like we have Fatehpur Sikri. That's again, third Mughal capital. Third Mughal, we say 16th century monuments we have there and we have some like uh, step bells bells you know from where the people take the water so before there have been the water reservoir so we have some water reservoir in between Jaipur and Agra so we have many many things in between the road as well we can discover we can explore more when you are on golden triangle too even we can visit some schools we can visit some villages you realize the real India. So we have a very good, uh, this golden triangle. Uh, once you are on this golden triangle tour, you are actually are in the real India, real part of India. So you are more of, uh, more chances to see the best of India. Great. Could you tell us a bit about the main cultural differences that people should be aware of when they're in India, just to be the most respectful and, uh, just any mistakes you see people make that uh, would be good for someone to know coming in? Uh, actually, nowadays, uh, India is uh, the monuments like temples on this. Sometimes the problem maybe at the temples and tea time. 
so the every uh, uh, organizer or every every the person who uh, take take uh, take care of the monument is aware of everything so just to be advised what do what to do what not to do like if you are visiting a jain temple you need to cover your shoulders your knees so we always uh, advise to do that and even if you are you are not having these uh, this is open soldier open knees or are open then at the entry point they are giving their own clothes to cover this so this is well organized and second thing uh, sometimes we uh, always advise the travelers not to uh, not to indulge with the uh, with the, the uh, crowd like having selfie all the time if you are giving selfies all the time there will be big crowd at the monuments then you may be in the problem everybody is asking for selfie selfie spending the time just smiling like a celebrity then so uh, like europeans and americans are more uh, uh, more white than indians so every indian like to have selfies we always uh, uh, we always advise the travelers to uh, for selfies minimum and say no thanks namaste that's very important to advise this thing uh, because sometimes a lot of crowd is coming to have selfies some of them are not good and always avoid to play, visit the uh, lonely place you know uh, where there's not crowd we should not go there sometimes uh, some rascals people are not good they touch and bad manner so we need to be uh, with a uh, with a good advices we we need to follow the things like not to go alone not to go very silent places so it's uh, we need to be very careful at the time of even sometimes a lot of hawkers are there for small things they are of course they are selling their handicrafts but we need if you like you can start talking you can start negotiating if you don't like you don't want to buy then don't start even talking to them don't even say good morning hi how are you don't say anything if you don't like if you like of course you can ask them and you can negotiate if you don't like once you started talking then they are behind you like mosquitoes so that they will follow you for a long time so this sometimes uh, are happy and even the, i tell you one story at the amir fort in jaipur sometimes what happens uh, the the travelers they have elephant ride to climb like maharaja like king and queen used to before in 17th 16th century then the what happens the cameramen mm-hmm. are on the road on the way cameraman if you are smiling towards cameraman it's mean you are giving your pose you are giving your smile then they are clicking your photos then at end of the visit they are selling photos to you even you don't want when you give a smile you you need to buy them then there's a very complicated things then we have to tell them don't look at the camera when they smile if you are smiling it's mean you are buying the <laughs> photos so this is something like we need mm. to explain everything in advance no that's good to know what what's the experience like eating in a in a restaurant or what should people be aware of when they're at a restaurant actually uh, the, yes we need uh, just we need to take care of the uh, always uh, taxes we need to tell in advance there's a tax the price on the menu is just a price then we add some like 18% or 10% taxes are there so we need always to tell them when you are ordering the things keep in the tax tax in mind second thing uh, there is a system of giving like um, giving tips like gratitude to the service persons who are like waiters and girls and so on when in the end of the uh, uh, end of the eating at the and in the bill in invoice you can add some tips for them so this is in culture it's not like um, 
if you are not giving they may they may not giving you good smiles and so on but they are always uh, giving smiles but this just to tell them why they are giving you services very politely with smiles and so on the reason is they are uh, hoping for tips as well so we need two things uh, telling about the tips and telling about the taxes so they will keep in mind the price of the meals so this is the only thing we advise always them and of course everybody love they they ask us uh, what is the favorite what you recommend then we recommend the very traditional very good dishes without big spices and very uh, that is very good for health as well you may sometimes in india we serve in a big quantity then they order each and everybody then the the table is full of lot of food then we advise one bowl one order is for two or three persons is enough like this then they cut and they we advise everything what is the best you can finish and you can get it fulfilled okay and what uh what would you say is a normal tip uh percentage or uh amount uh yes uh, tips uh, in the yes in restaurant tips is uh, like uh, from 5 to 10% on the bill even you are not giving okay. tips it's not uh, it's not like that you are not good person even you give very small amount of tips it's uh, it's uh, again tips is always tips so always advise to have a 5 to 10% it sounds good if you are more happy you can add more like this so we always advise depends on the tips is a like courtesy perfect so i think a lot of people come to india and obviously since there's so many shops all about they want to buy crafts or souvenirs what specific areas would you recommend they go to and then what are some tips that you would recommend while they're in these shops uh negotiating and things like that oh very first uh, i always advise them there are some emporiums in delhi that like state emporiums they uh, there's a government undertaken uh, shops there so they can have anything from there and there you you will not be able to negotiate as well they have, they have fixed price they have their own tradition they are coming from their own state so this is something like government uh, offices you can buy from there first thing second thing if you are, you do not like there elsewhere you are buying some articles like uh, jaipur is very famous for uh, textile like uh, block printing items and jaipur also is famous for jewelry items there you can negotiate as much as you can like 20% on the whole price like 30% so this is always uh, a negotiation is always and second thing you need to have your own eyes to judge the quality of course if i say you can buy from here then i am sure the quality is good if you are going uh, the places uh, uh, on the market like roadside markets then you need some uh, your uh, eye points it means you you need to have some uh, intelligence on the stuff so uh, yes of course i always like this I advise everybody and if you are in old delhi old delhi is very famous for like uh, authentic silver work gold work like precious stones have been working lot of work is going on around more than 10000 shops are there so every shopkeeper is trying to sell everything so i always advise have patience slowly slowly if you feel it's very fantastic you can buy and even you can negotiate by 30% 20% even half so this is the how i always advise the travelers to buy the things you can buy perfect yeah i remember uh when i was in new delhi there was i was in some shop and there was something i was looking at but i didn't necessarily want 
And uh, so I was walking out the store and as I was doing it, the shop owner just kept cutting down the price, cutting down the price, but I legitimately didn't want it. And as I was walking down, the price just got like so low where uh, it was crazy from what it just had started at. So it's a, it's a good tip. It sounds like if uh, for something that maybe you want, but you want to negotiate a bit, just if you act like you don't like it or you don't want it, then uh, that, that helps uh, as a negotiation skill. Yes. Okay. Um, so I guess, yeah, just at this point to start wrapping things up, what, uh, or is, is there anything else that you think that people should know before their trip? They should know about uh, the Taj Mahal uh, visits, don'ts and do's. Sure. And uh, they should know when the monuments are open, what day they are closed. And second thing is uh, the good place to exchange the money as well. That's a very big problem at the airport, at the hotels as well. They are uh, selling the money in, at very low prices. So sometimes if one time they are buying the money at, the USD at the uh, 80, 83 rupees at the airport, then they're having the same uh, euro out of the airport, like 90 or 85, like this. It's a very things to know where, where to uh, exchange money, what monuments are open. Sometimes it's better. Always I advise to have local guides like me. So you said something about the, the do's and don'ts of the Taj Mahal? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, if you are, uh, yes, at Taj Mahal, of course, Friday, the Taj Mahal remains closed. Okay. Uh, sometimes the people are going from Delhi at Taj Mahal on Friday as well, disappointing. Mm. And those like, uh, if they have any tables are not allowed, uh, like uh, big cameras, like video cameras are not allowed, only phone and small cameras are allowed. And what are the prices are, the two types of the entry tickets is Taj Mahal. One is for uh, going inside, one is only for the mausoleum and main monuments. Like two types of the tickets are there always. So we always need to check these things before going to Taj Mahal. Okay. And then on the money exchange, where would you recommend people to exchange their oh. money? Always advise to buy, uh, to change the money with the authorized uh, exchange offices. We have uh, in central, a lot of banks are changing the money also. They can use the ATM cards. They can very, very easy and very fast uh, way to change the money. Even some uh, faithful money exchange are there. Sometimes they give the fake currency. So we need to be careful with the recognition of the currency as well. In Banaras, we have many cases where the people are selling fake currency. Sometimes the people are in trouble. Yeah, I remember when I was there, like if even if there was like a rip in uh, one of the currencies, they wouldn't accept it uh, at that point. <laughs> yes, it happens, yes. Okay. So if uh, you are uh, changing the money, just need to check where you are changing. It's not roadside, so not be roadside changer. Mm -hmm. It should be well like a uh, like, uh, bank. It should be like a well good office with all authenticity. Okay. Uh, any any other messages, I guess, for people? Uh, messages for people just uh, visit India. This is the message. Come again and again. Perfect. And for anybody who's coming and is looking for a tour guide, how can people find you? Oh, find me. Uh, nowadays, I'm working with the two portals with the locals. One, 
second is uh, as you booked me and second is tour hq as well i am there and uh, i have uh, designed my own website as well if you find me you can see me there that's taj mahal voyages i'm very close to taj mahal so i give french word voyages taj mahal voyages you can search me there some reviews are there i organize the trips like golden triangles in the taj mahal tours yes uh, even you can uh, type my name on uh, facebook you can direct kumar you can find me there as well so three uh, three things uh, where you can find me to rescue with locals and uh, uh, go with guides as well i have my profile on go with guides so these are some uh, pro, uh, portals local guide portals where you can find the local uh, me as well perfect well i will link everything that you have mentioned uh, on my website and uh, yeah have everything there make it easy for you to connect with virendra and uh, just all of his recommendations so yeah once again no thank you so much this has been very insightful thank you thank you alex it was very nice to talk to you and uh, i feel very good when i explain about my country about my things what can i do what can i advise uh, you especially when you are promoting some somebody yes no that's it's great yeah thank you thank you for listening to this episode on delhi india once again you can find all of virendra's recommendations and more on my website www.tllpod.com and if you head over to my instagram or tiktok at tll_pod you can find my recipe video on garlic naan as always please let me know which location you'd like to hear about next and happy traveling